This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hey, I'm Roberta Blevins, and this is Life After MLM, a podcast where we work to end the stigma of failure in an industry designed for you to fail. Wow. (laughs) What an incredible month it has been. This is now our fourth episode, the first two-parter, the second part of Katie's story. And I just wanted to say really quick before we start this, thank you. Thank you so much for your support. We have over 1,200 downloads already. Um, We're getting more listeners every day. We're getting stories out there. More people are contacting me to be on the show. I have been incredibly busy interviewing people. I had one this morning. I had one last night. I had one two days ago. It is amazing, the support and the excitement and the enthusiasm around this project. And this project, you know, it it wouldn't be possible without any of you. And so I just had to come on here and and tell you how grateful I am. Um, (laughs) Grateful to my friends for pushing me to do this and grateful for you guys for being here and helping uh, listen and and share. And it's been amazing. So thank you. Um, enjoy part two. And so, yeah, so I thankfully was able to take advantage of the 100% buyback. Ah, see, that's what I was going to get to. I was going to ask because you left like right before it was implemented. So you were able to be like, boom, this is my opportunity. So many of my girls that were smart like you, that saw the shit like you and were like, this is sinking, took advantage of that. And at the time I was like, what are you doing to me? My team is collapsing. But within about three or four months of me looking and doing research and figuring it out, I completely agree with them. And we're all friends and like everything's we're like super chill now and was not a problem. And I love them very much. And I hope they're listening and going, she's talking about me because I am. (laughs) Um, But yes, like I was like, everyone is going to leave now. I remember Mark going, it's a hundred percent buyback. Now you don't have to leave. Now you can join and everyone can recruit and it's going to be amazing. And so many people joined that were like, I've always been on the fence. And everyone that was like, I've been sitting on the fence, swinging my legs, trying to jump for mm-hmm. so long. You can take my spot on the fence. And we're like, yep. and jumped off. Yeah. <laughs> and there was I mean, this and then- huge influx of people leaving and this huge influx of people coming. And I was just like, what just happened? And what's crazy, which was a very full circle Lularo moment, is I then got back in a queue to get my refund oh. because there was so many people leaving that I remember you that. had to wait, you had to wait for your refund. It wasn't Did you like- ever join any of those groups, like Escapely, like getting your full refund groups? Because there was a lot of Lularo getting your full refund groups. 
that were I out at that time? There were, I didn't, I didn't get into any of them. I had at that point too, I had left every like buy, sell, trade, LuLaRoe group. I had oh. left so much of the social media aspect of it too, right. just got out and I didn't. And I, and I, again, I took advantage of that. Like the day it dropped, like the day they announced hundred percent buyback, I was on the computer filling out my form. Like, I think I stayed up. I think I was up well into like the wee hours of the morning counting inventory because I was like, oh yes, I get to leave. I get to go. The original to packaging. Oh, sticker. Did you? Okay. So I never, I dealt with the hundred percent buyback at the end. Like all of the people that were grandfathered in because yes. the day that I decided to finally leave, um, I was added to one of those hundred percent buyback groups and Mark announced like at five o'clock that day. So the day I left was the day that end, ended. I probably wasn't going to get a refund anyway, because I had my bonuses exceeded everything else. Yeah. Unfortunately. And fortunately, I guess, I don't know, you know, yeah, however yeah, way yeah. you're going to look at it. Um, I've dealt with that guilt already. So <laughs> I feel, I feel okay telling people, yes, I did make money with bonuses. Um, yes. It, it, it was literally evidence in the pyramid scheme lawsuit. Like my ins, outs and bonuses was like, this is a pyramid scheme. <laughs> Do you see the shape? Do you see, Do you the see shape? how she fits in perfectly? <laughs> um, but so I did tell me like what that experience was like, like being able to get the hundred percent buyback and like, were, were you, were you denied? Did you get your full check? Was there any drama yeah. like that aside from the queue? Because I remember there was like rules, like original packaging, original tags, every, like nothing that was um, a capsule or seasonal from like X amount of months previously. Like, do you remember so, that stuff? Yes, because what's <laughs> funny the is- The bane of the, my existence in the world I was leaving. <laughs> the, that was honestly one of the easiest parts of my experience really? with LuLaRoe because, oh. well, I, again, I was at that point, like, I had sold ready. off quite a bit. I would, right. and I, I'd sold off a decent amount and I was so ready. You were like, already ready. You I was so ready, ready. Waiting for that trigger to psh, go. Oh my gosh. I remember the morning it was announced and it was in response to all these going out of business right. sales because right. so Because they're trying to stop it. We're, right. So, the, yeah. so they thought like, oh, well, no, don't, don't sell it off and devalue the product. We'll just buy it back <laughs> from you. And tens of thousands of us were like, thank you. Thank God. The morning, the morning morning that was announced, I submitted a form like the morning. And for the first week was one solid week. There were no restrictions. There was no original packaging stuff. There was no, we weren't going to take caps over. It was like, we'll just take it all. We'll just take it all. And we will pay for your shipping. That lasted, that that lasted maybe not even a full week. It was like a couple of days because again, so many of us were like, all right. And, and again, that night, I think I was up again to like three or four o'clock in the morning, going through all my inventory, packing it up. Like I, it, my stuff was ready to go within 48 hours of the announcing the hundred percent buyback. I was like, oh no, I'm going to give my money back. You are going to take this shit back and I'm never going to see it again. And just for context, and, for the people that are listening, like when the end of the hundred percent buyback ended, LuLaRoe had given over $50 million back in refund. So that's why they ended it. They were hemorrhaging so fast. They didn't know what to do. Oh, like over like an, 50 million yes. in refunds. That's yes, how many because, people were like, yes, let me out. <laughs> so yeah. many. I, at that point, I knew more women. I knew more consultants going out of business. Then I knew consultants still in business. And 
I, I, I count myself so lucky, Roberta, that I was able to get in you, you when are. I did. You and 100% got, were. I, and I got my full refund. I had everything account, everything that was left, it totaled $4,500. And I got it. I, I got that back. That wasn't even close to what I'd spent, right. you know, like that didn't even cover near, it covered about half. Well, no, less than half of what my LuLaRoe debt was at the time. Less than half. Cause I remember being like, well, okay, I, we're going to have to figure something out for the rest of that. How but, does, how does the, the, how do these people sleep at night knowing Mm-hmm. what they require, quote unquote, required, you know, and if you ask them, like, we never required that. And that's the other thing with MLM businesses. That's why they have policies and procedures. So if anybody comes after them legally, they're like, oh, no, no, it's all written down here. It's not our fault mm-hmm. if people aren't adhering to them. But it is because they literally promote, like they don't not promote, but if someone's breaking the rules, they let it slide all the time. Yeah. So there are policies and procedures, but they're really just for the legal protection of the company. Absolutely. They're very rarely enforced. And so a lot of these things happen yeah. um, that are not allowed. That's something that I yes. tell people like, well, that's not allowed. And I was like, but it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. It happens all the time. And the company ignores it until it's someone not calls them out for it. Right. It's not allowed on paper. That doesn't mean, it doesn't <laughs> doesn't mean it's not happening. Actual, actual so they convinced practices. us, they convinced us that we needed to be successful, you need all these things. So you spend mm-hmm. above and beyond everything else, which then even though LuLaRoe gets none of that money, what happens is you are now indebted to this business and you're now indebted into LuLaRoe and you have to continue buying LuLaRoe and selling LuLaRoe to pay off all of the things that you had to buy to be in part of LuLaRoe in, mm-hmm. in the first place. And this mm-hmm. is very incestuous, like cyclical it's, it's, thing where yeah. you're just like, I can't get out of it because yeah. now and in the middle- I'm stuck again. Right. And in the middle of the cycle or the middle of the circle is a woman who's literally just trying to keep her head above water. Right. And the middle of this is this, who feels not all of this, all at once, like intense shame because she's not doing it well, intense guilt because she's put her family in this position. And, and then also because you're constantly getting the, you can do it, you can do it. Just keep doing what we're, what we're telling you. You just keep are repeating like, okay, this keep, formula. I'll It'll just keep eventually work. Keep putting exactly. that $20 bill in the exactly. machine. The machine will eventually hit the jackpot if you keep feeding it money. Absolutely. Absolutely. So keep and it up. I, and, and it, that. And any again, small success, to- any small success was enough dopamine for you to go there. Right. Keep feeding the machine. Keep mm-hmm. feeding the machine. Oh, I got a sale. Oh, it works. Keep feeding the machine. Absolutely. Bells, whistles, ding, 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 ding. I won, I won, Absolutely. I won, I won. I can do this, I can do this. Keep feeding it, keep feeding it. And and I don't think people that are outside of multi-level marketing or outside of cults or outside of abusive relationships and these sort of dynamics understand that. No, because it's it's one of those things where until you are truly in the middle of it, it feels very harmless. It, to an very outsider, harmless. it looks very harmless. It's very harmless. Oh, they just great. want our you, best interest. They have our best interest at heart. They have our best. They, they, yeah, they really you're doing want to see something. Us succeed. You're doing something for yourself. Oh, that's great. They support when me. in they reality. Yes. When in reality, you are, you are being beaten down and gaslighted at every turn. And so exiting doesn't feel like an option. Right. Um, so what, I mean, you know, you, you, you talked about the gaslighting and the shaming and um, you know, what other like manipulation and peer pressure and, and things that you feel the same, just the same, like more compounded when you decided to leave, did anybody get on your case? Like, how dare you? Leave? I, 
there it wasn't like super harsh but I did have like my upline be like just give it like a couple more weeks right I heard that twice and just give it a couple more weeks like just the for the next capsule Valentine's Day is coming that's a huge one and that's that's what what you heard because that was coming up I still have Valentine's 2017 in my garage so they make really good car chamois, by the way. Dogs, like scarves, everybody. Yeah, right. <laughs> Everybody's like, you see really funny things sometimes. Dog scarves. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, uh, my so filter sometimes like... is off completely. I just say, say it as I see it. <laughs> well, right. Like car chamois, dog scarves. Yeah, car chamois is a great one too. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so I did get a little bit of pushback. I'm, but I also and maybe this was just fortunate for my personality. Like once I've kind of decided to do something, like there's not a whole lot you're going to say to convince me otherwise. So I did, it was like one phone call with my upline where she was like, no, just, just, just try. Like, again, I was like, Valentine's is coming or, or maybe it was even like Christmas was coming because it was even like that early. Right. And they're like, well, holidays coming. So like Miss elegant and there's going to be so much glitter. Oh Lord. And so much lame. I've never seen so much gold so lame much, in one place. So much glitter and so much plastic. You're going to be so excited for it. You have to stay. There's and so much glitter on my carpet after I unpacked Elegant. I was like, what is happening right now? And another thing I'm grateful for. I never even made it to Elegant. I never oh, even ordered so a much single glitter. piece of Elegant. There was so much glitter. Ridiculous um, amounts of glitter. So yeah. So I, I was like, trolls again. <laughs> See, it just keeps happening. A cue here, a cue there, trolls Little here, exception. trolls there. <laughs> exception. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I was just like, no, I'm gone. And so it was, again, it was after this conversation with my husband, I, I think I even just sent her a text and I was like, Hey, I, you know, I gave it a shot. I, I'm going to be done now. There were and, a lot of uplines that were cool. That were like, I get it. And there were some uplines that were like, I will curse that day you're born for ruining my family's in, you know, yes. like yeah, that's the food I give my child. You're just like, whoa. I mean, I've heard some of the, mine was kind of in the middle, but I've heard some incredible, crazy, like gaslighting and manipulation and name calling and shame and guilt. And you're just like, over what? Over ugly leggings. Over, yeah, like over some- This is what we're, and, and, and so yes, I, so I was lucky in that too, where- and I can't, I'm trying to remember too, I think a couple of the women that were like on the same level as me had also kind of, you know, gotten out about the same time. And I, so, but again, it was after this, like the moldy leggings and the holy leggings and, and like, there seemed to be no real business practices in place for any of this sort of right. thing. So literally all of like, the, like the sparkle and shine was starting to be rubbed off and you were seeing the 100%. reality behind it going, wait a second, this is not sustainable. Like at all, not at all, not at all. That and that's what it was. It was like, oh, this really kind of ugly underneath all this. Yeah. Like you rip off like this strip of gold like lame. This, yeah, this that, candy coated like, glitter shell. Right, and like it's rotting underneath here. Yeah, um, just so, so bad. Yes, and oh, so like dirty. again, I I had a little bit of pushback, not nearly what you had, and not nearly what some other women had. Oh, so um, which again, I'm I'm grateful for because. I had an, a bad enough taste in my mouth with the whole yeah. thing. Like if that had happened, I feel like I would have exploded. Right. That would have just, you know, 
So uh, really you, you mentioned, you mentioned before, so, you know, now you leave LuLaRoe, you get out, you get your hundred percent buyback, you get your money. It takes a little bit of your, of your debt down, but not a completely. little bit. Yeah. And I'm sure that's always at the back of your mind. Like you're feeling guilt. Like not only was I not around, but now I've put my family in debt and you know, Tremendous you said that you, guilt. you ended up deciding to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, I mean, if you're comfortable talking about it, like, oh, yeah. obviously not like details but how long how long were you in therapy until you really felt like this is helping and I'm feeling better about the decisions I made while I was stuck in this cult I so yes guilt I had tremendous guilt about the financial position I had put our family in um I didn't I was and I I wasn't working again I was back to just you know, just being a stay-at-home right. mom, you know, but you being leave a stay-at-home mom. marketing and you end right, and, and you're like, and I'm at square one again. Now what? Exactly. Exactly. How do I get a job? And what do I do? You feel like you, you, you feel like it's, you're out of a relationship and you're like, okay, I'm single again. Now, what do I do? Yes. And, and, and you're single with like the most amount of baggage you could possibly right. ever have. You're like, I just left the worst abusive relationship <laughs> in my entire life. Right. Now, what right. do I do? <laughs> Um, and I'm like, I cried everything. Hall. I had a panic attack over birthday candles. <laughs> like, I'm not even joking. You were at. Like that's freaking the level you were out, at. crying, turn this car around. And, and we're just like, you can buy birthday candles at a hundred places on the way. And I'm like, no, they were specific ones. Like freaking out over birthday candles. Yeah. And old Roberta would have been like, just stop at the next grocery store. Yeah. yeah. And current Roberta is the same. Current Roberta's like, yes. you know what? We don't even need birthday candles. Just get a piece of spaghetti. It's fine. You're going to blow it out in a second anyway, right? Like you probably shouldn't be spitting on the cake. It's COVID. <laughs> right. Let me give you your own individual birthday slice to blow out now. <laughs> or like get a get the candle from the bathroom. A candle's a candle. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah. That, so like. Did you have those like really like big oh freakouts over the tiniest, minuscule, insignificant things? I did. And I don't remember this specifically, but I just remember like functioning at such a level of stress and anxiety throughout the whole thing that I was like, it was like hair trigger at all times. It was hair trigger at all times. And, and that again, like that just compounded the guilt. So not only did I have the guilt of like putting our family in a financial black hole, I had the guilt of how I was treating people the whole time because I was so stressed out. I had the guilt of like what I had done to my kids in the time that that I had been in it. I had the guilt of, honestly, I had guilt about like the lying I had been doing about the fake, the fakery. Like I really, I felt, I was like, that's that feeling like you had to be somebody else. Absolutely. To be on all day, all the time. That so goes against just who I am. Like that. I, I had so much guilt around that. So um, I definitely like, there was such a sense of relief when I left and I was right. done with it, but what was left over was like this heavy, heavy guilt and remorse. And, um, I've always been a fan of, fan of mental health and I've been in therapy right. lots in my life. Yeah. And, a big advocate for mental health yes, as well. Yes. Yeah. And so I took myself back and I was like, okay, I, we got to get to the other side of this. Um, like why, how, when, why, ne- what's next? Yep. I needed yeah. answers to all of those questions. And I was able to, I was able to, to really determine like why I got on joined when I did. Um, and that 
that took a little bit of the guilt away because I was like, well, you were a bit of a mess. You were kind of a mess back then. Like right. it makes sense that you yeah. you made bad decisions you, in a very made, like tumultuous time in your life. Weird. Right. <laughs> Who does that? That's like what? <laughs> what yeah like so I was like okay like that's why and 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 I but it it took and it took some time it took some time to kind of work through the mental like emotional part of it but it took two and a half years for us to pay off that debt um because again I I had to be a stay-at-home mom at that time um just the you know our situation it worked out best that I was at home so I we just kind of chipped away at it best we could um, and, and paid it down. But it, you know, so it's like, I guess my, my actual time with LuLaRoe was less than a calendar year, but the time with LuLaRoe was easily three years. Right. Yeah. You know, it didn't just, I mean, I'm end. not even, I I've been out for what, four years and I'm still so in because of where I placed myself in this movement. Right. I'm like, um, I'm still in, even though I'm not in, um, yes. I don't know the day to day and I don't really know what everybody's doing and anything, but like when big stuff comes along and obviously I like to talk about this to me, MLM is not just LuLaRoe, you know, it's so much bigger. And I've, I've, yeah. I've moved out of the companies that I was involved in to, to speak on the, the, the bigger picture yeah. and be like, hi, you guys, how come no one's talking about this? Um, but you also mentioned at the very beginning that you are a freelance writer and mm-hmm. I know, and I don't know if a lot of other people know, but I will link it in the show notes is you actually wrote an article, um, for medium about mm-hmm. all of this. So tell mm-hmm. us about that and tell us about for, again, for me, and I don't know, you're not the same as me, but for me, it was very cathartic when I started talking about it to people that didn't know anything and they're yeah. like, wait, what? So yeah. did you experience that catharsis as well? And that therapy? Oh, totally. On top Absolutely. of like, and did you write it after your therapy session or while you were, were while you were doing all that? As no, well? I wrote, it was, I wrote it about a year and a half ago. So I'd been out for a while, um, but it really, and I actually had this conversation with a friend of mine recently. She's like, it's interesting because you didn't talk about it for so long. And I didn't, I didn't want it. It was like, I, yes. And it was like, yeah. I didn't even want to acknowledge that I had been a part of it or that it was, right. had, had been a part of my life. I didn't even want to acknowledge it. Um, but it was really when I started to just pay a little bit more attention to the movement, which, which I think it's like the dream podcast. Right. I remember somebody recommended that to me. Yeah. Um, and I'd always kind of You're like, wait, what? Like, right. Uh... Like listening to that, I was like, Oh damn! They okay. All right. There's a lot more to this. Oh, and I could. It was really, also listening very, to that. I could connect things to LuLaRoe as well. This is not just Lime Life. Like this is that's LuLaRoe. That's LuLaRoe. That was something I experienced. Did well, you also felt, go felt, through those those yeah. processes as well? And it felt so validating. Like hearing this, it felt so validating that like, oh okay, like maybe because for a long time I was like, well LuLaRoe is like a disaster zone. So it's, it's LuLaRoe. And I, right. I attached myself to a disaster zone, right. but then as I started to listen to podcasts and read blogs and pay more attention, I was like, Oh no. Okay. It's not You're just like, me. Like, Oh, it's not just, this, right. okay. you know, and it was like an education. And again, I've known people who've done MLMs forever and have been and, very successful probably. 
Yeah. Like for as far as I know, I've got like, a friend who's like the top recruiter in every single MLM she joins. I don't know how. I don't, I don't know, know how, how either. I would love to. I don't know how. She's wonderful. I, mean, I grew up with her. She's wonderful and yeah. lovely. Um, you know, I, I don't think she thinks of herself as predatory, but obviously she knows how the industry works because she's like right. literally getting top recruiting awards. And why are MLMs giving top recruiting awards if it's not about recruiting? That's always another big thing. Like, how come they keep yes. giving you these rewards if it's not about this? And why is this right, being about acknowledged the and celebrated right. if it's just a sales company? What an interesting question that you'll never get a straight answer to. But I know the answer to it, so I don't need one. <laughs> True. You'll never get it from the company, though. You'll never. Right. Get it no. From yeah. The no. They'll never admit anything. I made a meme once. It's like it says Lularoe. It's never our fault, and like everything is misspelled. <laughs> it's my favorite meme. I need to find it again because I was like, I think I made it at like one of my lowest like uh, points of my journey, and I was like, this I'll stick it to them. <laughs> like I'm sure no one ever saw it. Like outside but of it our felt little. Good. Meme but it felt so good. And then when it other people so in defector good. support started using it, I was like, yes, it's catching on. <laughs> I feel like I saw it. I really feel like I saw it. So thank like, you. For that that was a- it's never our <laughs> fault. And it's like, Oh, it's like a R E instead of O U R and like everything's misspelled. I guess, I it's swear the wrong I conjugation of a word. It's <laughs> I was like, this is, this is my therapy right here too. <laughs> exactly. Don't make fun um, of the Huns, make fun of the companies. <laughs> And that's honestly, I, again, I, that's where I've come to is like it, I, I don't, I don't, again, I don't begrudge anybody who decides to get into it or decides right, who falls for the, the, the dream big, I, cause I get it. And I did it. I, I will always cite the predatory nature of the business model yeah. that, and, and the fat and predatory predatory to a group of women that I hold very dear to my heart because I've been that right. woman for so long. Right. And I, I find myself feeling very protective now of, yes, of women, like my who, little babies. I don't want anybody yes. to hurt them. Yeah. It's like of women who were me five years ago. Yeah. I, I find myself like, like here, let me talk to you about all the other ways yeah. that you can have something for right. yourself. And that's another thing I like, talk about life experience. It's just being a little older and knowing a little bit more and go, have gone through things and like being able to look and go, like, I just turned 40 and I was like, yeah, like I've got 40 years of life experience. Like things have happened mm-hmm. to me, but I have just a little bit more um, advice to give. And, and I really feel like going through an MLM, it like really it brings that whole life experience thing too. And, and, and that's another thing is like, I've done this. My dad was always like, you can learn the easy way or the hard way. And I'm like, I'm going to learn the hard way. <laughs> every every time. single time. <laughs> every time. Uh, every time I'm going to choose the hard way <laughs> and you're going to say, I told you, and I'm still going to do it every time. So, I mean, I think again, like that's another way that I honor my dad's memory is like, I want to give people the opportunity to choose the easy way or the hard way. And I know most of them will choose the hard way, but there's probably, if nothing else, this is a nice falling space for people that did choose the hard way and they're like yeah oh <laughs> everyone else it's, also it's chooses a, the hard way okay I'm I have found my I'm not alone group <laughs> yes right and that's and that's really where I'm at now I spent yeah. a long I spent a lot of time really angry and yes, angry. I spent a lot of time I see the anger in people's comments and I and I you know I go oh they're new to this I understand their anger I get yeah, it that I, was, I was angry and it was too. like I the grief process kind of move through a hundred percent, hundred percent, anger, denial, all of it. 
and I had to move through it. And I'm now on the other side of it where I now see that I, I now feel compassion and I do feel almost like a mentorship and right. now having created a business for myself. Yes. And I, I'm like, well, no, you, that's not an, you don't, it doesn't have to be your only option. Like right. you really don't have like, cause I do think for a lot of women and especially women in, in those positions where I was five years ago, where you were, it right. feels like there's, I, I can't do anything. Start a business. Right. I don't know. I'll just do there's this. There's no other Here's option. This, this is so much right. easier because it's all this done is so much me. easier. Here's this like ready-made business, business in a box, business in a box. Here you go. Oh, I can do this. I can have some, I can have a business, but you're just a salesperson love. Right. Like you're not right. you're just, you, a you're, you're, just a number, you're just a rep. You're just, just a number. You're to just them. a number on their, um, their sheet of people that joined. Yeah. Yeah. And, and unless so now, you're the 1%, then they will praise you oh, and put you and on a pedestal like, and use you as the example. You know, like I was saying to somebody else, like, you know, some, everybody in these industries knows somebody who's a million dollar earner, but we don't realize that we're all talking about like the same person or like the same 10 people. <laughs> and that was the people. other thing with LuLaRoe. It was like, you had these women who were like the very top of the trees, right? Like they were, and there was what, 12, maybe less than a dozen. Yeah. Like 12 of them, maybe. Right. Something I like that. Know. Not very and many, not until the, the big women. influx. Right. Right. But like, these were the women who were like, when I was at one of the inspires and they're traipsing people up on stage, handing out bonus checks, handing out checks for like $50,000, $75,000, to these women. Yeah. yeah. And, and I remember and praising like, it. And oh, that's, that's what you can do. That's what you can do. Yeah. And I'm like, but how they've got like hundreds of women under them. How could I ever, you know, it, and, but it is that like, look, you could be this, yeah. look, you could be this. Yeah. Well, no, actually you can't, if you just do the math, you just can't like, that's never, yeah. that's never going to be an option for you. Um, but it's the, there are not enough people it's, on it's earth. The beautiful, <laughs> like, literally, literally for <laughs> all of us to be in the top 1%. Right. And so that's where, that's where like the anger will still come out of is like the beautiful packaging and marketing of all the lies, the beautiful presentation of the false reality. If and you want to get really angry, you should read Robert <laughs> Fitzpatrick, book, Robert Fitzpatrick's book that just came out, Ponzinomics. There's so many times that I literally screamed at the book and I was like, what? Somebody just texted me about that. That's incredible. We're going to okay. have him on the show. I'm going to talk to him. Are you? He's incredible. His book's oh my fantastic. God. I like have like 10 pages left. I'm in the last chapter and I'm like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Oh, I'm gonna... It makes and you that... so angry. And, and you have to be at the point where you understand that multi-level marketing is bad inherently. And when you're at that point, as you and I are, and you read this book, you're just like, I'm sorry. What did you just say happened? I'm sorry. Can I read that chapter again? Did I actually comprehend what he said and has statistical factual information to back up every single claim? I'm sorry, what? It's that level of like, of government fixing and corruption and looking the other way for so long that it is this insidious disease that is woven into the very fabric of the United States of America. That's crazy. like big tobacco and big pharma and big pyramid. Yeah. Like it's all, it's, I believe it's all. It's crazy. <laughs> no, I, it's a great book. I, it's a fantastic book. Like, I mean, okay. I put it, it on my list angry. just because. It will make you angry for sure. 
very, very quickly. It will like, make you angry as well. Very, very quickly. I will have to find like a real, like peaceful place, time in my life to pick that one up. I'll keep it's, it on the shelf. It's great. Though. It's great. It's great. I'll keep it on the shelf. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so now you're out and you know that MLM is bad and you've started your own business and you're doing your own thing and you're a freelance writer and you're writing for medium and you're doing all these things and you're exposing. Yes. How does it feel? You know, it's funny. I wrote that when I wrote that article, it was after I had done a ton of educating, uh, educating myself on the, on MLMs and just on the, you know, the, the business model in and of itself and feeling very validated and realizing that there's, this is rampant and there's, across the board, this is the way it is. Right. And that I was in my angry phase. I was in that phase of like, I can't believe this exists. And there's so many people that are falling victim. And I, I started to, and I'm an educator. So like my, I feel like my baseline is just, let me educate you. Okay. Right. Let me just like educate you. So I wrote this article and I wanted to really just like explain why I am anti MLM. Right. with facts. I wanted to share my story because I'm, I'm a, as a writer, obviously, like I'm a lover of stories and I'm, and I feel like that's stories are what bind. Right. And like, exactly. I wanted, if somebody else reads this and it goes, goes Oh my God, I, that was the same for me. If one other, if I can make one other person feel seen and heard, that's what I want. Yeah. Right. And so I wrote this article coming from that place as well. And I mean, I, I, I read it and was just like, this is my story too. Like this so many of us is my story. The same dates, the same experiences, the I, same we were like, everything. <laughs> like this is crazy. I know. I could have written. I know. Uh huh. And and so many of us could. That's right. the crazy thing. Ninety nine point seven of us thing. probably could have. Exactly. Exactly. So I and I so I and I remember though going to hit publish and getting nervous. Little because I did I was like this is not this might not be well received by some people head over to quince.com and grab yourself a little something something and support the show by supporting our sponsors the weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to lightweight fabrics and classic styles. I have been taking advantage of the beautiful weather and getting outside for daily walks, and I cannot say enough good things about the Flow Knit High Rise Boyfriend Jogger from Quince. Seriously, running errands, doing school pickups, swinging by the farmer's market, or taking Jaja for a stroll around the lake, these bad boys are versatile. I love the deep pockets, the high waistband, and the internal hidden drawstring. They're quick drying, moisture wicking, antimicrobial, and the four-way stretch makes them so comfortable. They're made with 88% recycled polyester and the Global Style Standard Certified Yarn dramatically lowers environmental impact by diverting landfill and ocean-bound plastic. Not to mention using recycled claims standard approved dyeing, washing, and manufacturing processes with low water and eco-friendly dyes. They have become an absolute favorite and you can save up to 59% off the high-end counterpart by shopping with Quince. Throw on a Cottonwood doll scoop neck tee and some sneakers and you've got a perfect effortless outfit. 
Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash MLM for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash MLM to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash MLM. Do you ever wonder how much of your personal data is out there on the internet just for anyone to find? I promise it's more than you think. Your name, contact info, social security number, home address, even information about your family members. It's all being compiled by data brokers and openly sold online. This can lead to a lot of problems, including identity theft, phishing attempts, harassment, and unwanted spam calls. But now you can protect your privacy with Delete Me. Signing up for the service is super easy. Just provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. They send you regular, personalized privacy reports showing what info they found, where they found it, and what they removed. I got my report and I was floored with the results. Of the 105 data brokers they checked, 83 of them had my data. Delete Me then removed 173 listings of my personal data off the internet. And they make sure that it stays off too. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me at a special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and use promo code MLM at checkout. The only way to get the 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and enter code MLM at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash MLM code MLM. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. National Voter Registration Day is kind of a big deal. It's a yearly, nonpartisan holiday celebrating our democracy, and it's all about getting as many people as possible to, that's right, register to vote. So why is that important right now? Well, sure, local and state elections may not get as much attention as the midterms or the presidential elections, but there's still a super important way for you to use your voice to make an impact and help shape the future of your community. And one of the best parts Registering to vote is really easy thanks to organizations like Headcount. Get registered there in minutes and you won't have to worry about registration deadlines in your state. And then you'll be ready to participate in all of your upcoming local, state, and federal elections. That really is a big deal. Head to headcount.org forward slash Spotify now to register. That's headcount.org forward slash Spotify. See at the polls. Like people in my life this might not be well received. And if it was, I didn't hear about it, um, which was good. But the, I mean, I've had so much amazing feedback from that article. I've had so many people reach out to me and say like, this was me. This was the same thing. Like, thank you for just talking about it. Thank you for like admitting that it's bad. Because Mm -hmm. I think too, that's the thing is like, you know, you have people who get out of the MLMs, but then they still won't speak ill of them. Just like any good cult member, right. you still won't ever speak ill right. of them. And, and that's what causes like, more people to join because they never know right. the truth. Exactly. And so I was like, oh no, 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 no. We, I'm done with the protecting. I'm done with like, I'm not done with like putting up the screen and pretending there's nothing there. Like, 
we, this is not Oz. We are not pretending. Um, <laughs> I'm pulling back so, the curtain. It's an old right, dude, you're an old see- white dude, and he's right there. <laughs> I see him. Right, and he's like, there's nothing magical about And he about just called me a stale pig. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it was. Gosh, you it's remember? like the I think you were already out by then, but there's my favorite Mark moment is you were, because I think they were complaining about the hundred percent buyback, but you might've seen the video. He starts singing that. So you had a bad day song. <gasps> yes. You ever oh, see that? I, I might I need to like find I, that and post that in the show notes it. too, because it's, I was gone by oh, that point, gross. but he's like, oh, literally gosh. like suck it up. When life hands you lemons, you suck it up. And then he starts singing mm-hmm. like that song, which was like the exit song on American Idol. It's like, you're going home because you lost the show. Get out of the thing. Stop right. complaining, la, la, la. And I'm just like, is he for real singing this to us right now? And that was that overall attitude of like, <laughs> oh, screw your feelings and screw your life and right. screw your reality. Uh, we're screw still your reality. Millions. I want another $2 million car. Like, right. Oh I'm going to go buy another ugly ranch in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> uh, you just need right. to keep up. I'm going to go open exactly. 18 more companies to hide my money in. Exactly. And you're going to watch me do it. And you can't do I nothing need, about it. I need a bigger plane and I need your money to get myself a bigger plane. Uh, um, we can only fit 10 people and we want to fit 12. Right. <laughs> so I need like a like a 747, I think. Something like that. Yeah. To make I the mean, parties go faster. Prosperity gospel. Look how good of people we are because God has blessed us yeah. with so many things. I'm like, no, 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 no. God didn't bless you with any of that. That's all stolen. Like that's that's right. all off yeah, the no, backs no, no. of all the people that you scammed um so many times. Uh, <laughs> again and again for years. Yeah. Um so yeah, so really like coming off that article, I it's wonderful and, and I, to know that you're getting like the good response yeah. though, because that was something I was really afraid of too. Like what happens? And I've gotten, I, I, 95% is great. There's like a 5% of like the brads on, on YouTube that are like, you know, yeah. she is so stupid. But for the most part, it's people that are like, Whoa, oh my God, thank you for talking about this. So I'm really glad because that happened with Jessica as well. I'm really glad to hear that you also experienced the same thing because again, the stigma of being in these industries and being a victim of these industries, which a majority are, if we talk about it, then there's nothing left for them to hide. Like there's, that's how they continue to succeed is that we hide our shame and we hide our, our pain and we hide our fear and we hide our failure. But if we talk Mm -hmm. about it, like a totally normal thing, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I failed in Amway. Yeah. I failed in LuLaRoe. Yeah. I failed in Isogenics or Mm -hmm. whatever then it's not this like, oh, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. It's like, I was a failure. It's like, we're, we were all failures. Let's, let's find this commonplace thing and let's talk about it. And like, yeah, this, the this normalization, the, the, normal, no, the normalization yes. of failing at an MLM because that failing again, quote unquote, yeah. quote unquote failing an MLM, like we have to normalize it because the majority of people are doing it. It's built so, that way. It's built it's that way built like, to make you fail. So if you fail, you succeeded in right, a weird, exactly. upside down, I, twisted, messed up, bizarre way. Yes. I love when you said that. Like the first time you said that, I was like, yes, yes, yes. Like <laughs> yeah. that is exactly 100%. right. Like, 
well, no, babe, you did exactly what you were supposed to do. Huh. The, the end of this is exactly what it was supposed to look like. Yeah. So don't feel like a failure. You did an amazing job of failing. Yeah. You gave me all the money you had to give me and then you're gone. And that's exactly what you were supposed to do. And that's all do. I Good want. Job. And I want somebody coming right in behind you. Tell your friends. Don't. <laughs> Bless, bless everybody. Bless everybody. Have disposable income to give me. Just tell them. Yeah. Well, and the thing that everyone on on that note, like that, blessing lives and strengthening. You know, they don't say blessing lives in their. uh, They had to change their mission statement because they don't actually bless lives. So they had to change it. They had to take out the blessing lives part of their mission statement. I was like, if that's not a telltale sign of a scam, I don't know what else is. Oh my gosh. I wouldn't even, yeah. I see, I haven't looked yeah. at anything. In their it's stuff that in kind of years. stuff I that I keep up with. <laughs> I don't know what new oh styles there are and what new prints, but it's that sort of stuff that I keep up well, with. Well, the other thing that's interesting, I did actually get on there the other day just to like take a peek. It's truly been years. Um, you can now join for like $500. Yeah. $499. And the reason that is, is because there's a law in the FTC and during pyramid schemes that anything that is over $500 to join is a red flag for the FTC. So MLMs can get around that by making, by making starter packages 499 or less. So if you ever see 499, that's why, because 500 is the threshold for the, for uh, the FTC to go, Hmm, maybe we should look into it, but it doesn't really matter because the FTC is also, um, uh, is, is, is filled with Congress that are, uh, that take campaign donations from the, DSA, which is the pyramid lobby. So the FTC literally regulates the the people that pay their, that pays this paycheck. There's a great line in Robert's book about, you know, um, the only way that you can be successful is like not knowing that the person that pays your paycheck is also the one that's like creating this whole scam. And like, you have to be complicit in that sort of way. Like, I forget what the quote is. It's amazing. I might also have to put that in the show notes. I'll have to look through my massively to find this one line that that I was like, yes, this is right. But yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. being complicit in the scam. Like the person that allows the scam to happen, the FTC, is paid for by the people that want the scam to happen, the DSA. So that's why that's why MLMs get slaps oh. on the wrists. The FTC can't criminally prosecute. They can only civilly prosecute. So that's why nothing is ever criminally prosecuted in a multi-level marketing scheme either. The more you know. Honestly. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you. Like you read the book and you're like, what? Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm gonna go back to the angry part <laughs> of the journey. I'm just gonna there's like also so many politicians' again. names that are in there that I was like, don't do your research because some of like just a little bit of research is gonna make you really sad. And like a lot of research is gonna break your heart. Like there are so many people that I thought I respected that took so many political like political oh donations from multi-level marketing to look the other way. It's uh oh. it's really sad. So yeah, it's I told you it's gonna make okay, it. Okay, well, angry. I'll put it on my list. <laughs> put it on your list. To it. Everyone listening to it too, if you want to get really angry about multi-level marketing, <laughs> check out Robert's book. It's fantastic. Um, and also check out your website, which is katiekastner.com, right? Is that where you put all your stuff? That, I have my blog the up there. Yeah. Um, yep, put all that in there too. Where you everybody find to be able to find you. All of my voice. Um, yeah, I've created a really great little business for myself. Um, I didn't have to pay anybody to set it up or start it. Um, it's all of my own creation. And, and yeah, I, I have the little bit about MLM, um, 
but it's kind of just like, it's a lot of lifestyle stuff. It's a lot of business stuff. It's um, there's like a little bit of, of me right there on the internet. I love that. I love that, um, that you went through something so, so harrowing and were able to process it and understand it and like really, really get it and then be able to come out on the other side better and stronger and and even a bigger voice than you were before and um, join this movement with a voice. I mean, so many people in this movement are either like podcasts or like Instagram accounts and YouTube's really big. There's not a ton of print media. So I think it's really fantastic that you are doing print media and and talking about this um, because you have the experience and you experienced it and you saw it and you went through it and you, and you know what it's like. I think I always appreciate any anti MLM person coming into this movement, but I've said it before, the people that are in that have that little bit of like personal experience that I can connect to and relate to tend to be the, the articles and the channels and the things that I watch the most, because I really like that human connection of being like, Mm -hmm. I failed, you failed. Let's talk about it. Absolutely. And that's, like, I don't think I never there's... did this and I never failed, but I want to know all about what you did and how you failed. You know, there's a, there's yes. a difference. Not that there's they don't make difference. great content, not that they make great content, but that's very just not the content that I, it is very entertaining. <laughs> so entertaining. Like, oh my God, who did what to who and who said what and where? Oh my God, I need to see this. But not productive. Um, but I like, but I, productive. I like the more compassionate based stuff. Yeah. And, and again, that's where I like, I, I want to come at it from that. Yeah from that place at this point like I and and again when with that article with the medium article it was very much just like you don't have to do this here's the reasons that I got out and the reasons I now am anti-MLM and here are the facts and figures and I would like if somebody were to like send and I did have a woman message me that's like I sent this to my sister who's considering joining blah 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 and I just want her to understand that like it's not a good idea and I'm like, great. I'm not going to, I'm not going to beat you over the head with this. Right. I'm not going to like hit you in the head with a pan and scream in your face that this is a bad right. idea. I'm not going to do that. Like yeah, that's it's completely, un, it's a waste of time. It's unproductive. But right. like what I'm going to do is speak to you from a place of compassion and understanding and from facts and from right. personal experience that I think is so much more effective than the Very much so. of it. Very much. You so. know? I mean, yeah. I've helped, I've helped thousands of women. I mean, I'm sure the vice documentary was the majority of those mm-hmm. women, but like, even, even speaking out, you know, like it's just tried and true, you know, it's proven. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing Robert says in the book is, is just that there's just not enough time in the world and enough energy that you have to sit and try to convince people. Right. You'll never convince anybody because they they've been groomed for so long, but when people start to see the, the kinks in the chain, you know, like mm-hmm. you and I saw that's when you can kind of swoop in and be like, oh, okay, there's a little bit of disenchantment here, a little bit of disbelief. That's when you can come in and and, and not in a predatory way, because it's the same, mm-hmm. right? Wow, exactly. Negative. Exactly. You're very predatory in that way. And they and they, they they don't want that. They've already dealt with it from the other side. So again, the compassionate education, the that I just want to hear your story, or here's mm-hmm. a good podcast to listen to, or a good YouTube channel to watch just to get really good information. Um, mm-hmm. I, I realized I was in a cult watching Leah Remini's show. It had nothing to do with MLM. Oh and gosh, I was like, yes. oh my God, I'm in a cult. So sometimes it just takes a little bit of repentance. That was not even the first episode I had seen. So like, come on. Um, it just takes sometimes a little bit of, of the repetitive, right? Just that little bit of seed, yeah. that little yeah. seed that falls in the crack, but now we're on the other side, as opposed to that yeah. insidious, insidious, like, uh, 
MLM seed getting the roots. It's, it's the yes. other way. And it's, yes, and, and exactly. And just going to plant the seed and, and, and you can decide when you're ready to look deeper, look a little bit deeper. And that's kind of, you know, even now I'll have <clears throat> recently, I had someone tell me that they were thinking about doing something or joining something. And I just kind of went, Oh, okay. Well, you know, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe mm-hmm. in MLMs. And I just right. left it at that. I didn't go in. I didn't get on my soapbox. I didn't go on this tirade. And I, what I hope is somebody hearing someone very plainly, very simply and plainly, just simply say, I don't, like, I don't support say, MLMs. I don't, I just don't support MLMs. If you're, if you're somebody that, that knows me, respects me, maybe you want to know why, and we can right. have that conversation. If again, if I can plant that seed of, Oh, I wonder why, why? like, I wonder <laughs> why she doesn't like MLMs. I wonder what's wrong with them. Okay, great. Cool. If you want to learn, let's, I would love to have a conversation. Right. Like, I would love to tell you my experience. I've not in the last couple of years, anybody who brings it up and some people, I've, you know, people who are friends with me <clears throat> back when I was in LuLaRoe, like every so often stuff like, like remember when you did that? And I'll, yes, like, stop reminding me. <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, it was awful. And it's interesting because so many people now that were kind of hardcore into LuLaRoe back in the day are like, oh, well, did you know what happened to Katie? And, oh, did you? So it is, it's the more you talk about it and the more you say like, no, really, this is how it actually it. is. And normalize, normalize the abuse in, in MLM and normalize yes. the scam yes. and predatory nature of it. Yes. Um, it's no, and I, the other thing too, is like, no one wants to admit that they willingly joined into a cycle right. of abuse. Yeah. Nobody's going to, and there's again, a lot of things, you know, the whole me too movement. Remember that? Like, not that I'm comparing this at all to that at mm-hmm. all. But I'm also part of the Me Too movement. And I remember like feeling so much shame in my life that I had allowed, you know, quote unquote, or that it was my fault in some way that I had done something to make this predator come to me and hurt me. And it was my fault. And I had felt that for so long. And then all of a sudden the Me Too movement started and people are saying Me Too. And I'm like, oh my God, Me Too. And it took away the stigma and the pain and the anguish and the shame that I felt. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is a bigger problem than just me mm-hmm. or just mm-hmm. the people I know. I didn't know that all of these people experienced it too, because we never talked about it. Mm-hmm. And again, a completely different thing and a completely different movement entirely, but to normalize that and to take the stigma away from something so that people can talk about mm-hmm. it and people can go to their therapists and say, this is a thing. And therapists can go, Oh my gosh, of course it's a thing. Let me talk mm-hmm. to you about this. And and not and, and always being able to feel like you have somebody who understands. So you don't you feel right. less alone, right? So you, you yeah. don't feel so alone. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I that's what I think is so important about this movement is is really understanding that 99.7% of us that are in MLM are probably victims. And that I've never met anybody that hasn't been some sort of victim of MLM, whether they joined it mm-hmm. or whether someone in their family joined it or whether they lost a friend over it or, or had a bad relationship because of it or anything like we're all affected by this the same way mm-hmm. we were all randomly affected by the other movement that came up to light and people are like what I had no idea mm-hmm. men coming forward and women coming forward it's the same like there's solidarity and, and support in numbers absolutely and I think these conversations too are helping people even recognize that they did experience it. Right. Because 
you know, I think a lot of people get in, they get out of an MLM and they don't think I anything about it. Well. Whatever. I only lost $100. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Exactly. Right. But like when you start putting it in the context of, but look at this from this standpoint and look at how, and then they start to realize, oh, wow. Yeah, actually right. I, I was a victim of that. And yeah. I, and I, there was a lot more negative repercussions of that than I initially realized. Right. Um, that I think that's, it's beneficial and it's hopefully, hopefully the more the conversations happen, the the less prevalent I feel like right. it, it will become. I I think for LuLaRoe specifically, they did themselves in right. that <laughs> they didn't, they kind of didn't need all of us like speaking out to really bring them down. Um, right. They, they, yeah, just, they really brought know, themselves down on their own. Really? <laughs> they kind of did. Like, there's so many ways where I'm like, well, you just nailed your own coffee shut. I'm like, wow, uh, you just said it. that on a zoom. Cool. Right. How many of us recorded yeah. that? <laughs> That's what, there was so much of that. That was just like, you're just gonna, yeah, you're right. going to do yourself. in. I don't need to do a whole lot here to bring right. you down. But right. I think some of the, the more established that have been around for decades that, that appear Am very I? innocuous that appear Herbalife. very innocuous Herbalife. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> so they've many. been around forever and they can't be a pyramid they, scheme or they wouldn't still be around kind of companies. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, you know, it's like that, I feel like that's kind of where the conversation needs to happen more. Yeah. The commonplace grooming of MLM in everyday life. Absolutely. Because I mean, I look around my mom's house and I'm like, you have Cutco knives, you have a Tupperware, like pitcher you've got <laughs> these vitamins in your, I'm like, what? It's everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, she asked me the other night, she goes, when I die, who's going to get these Cutco knives? Cause she has thousands of dollars. And I was like, I would feel really weird taking those. Like I, I would probably sell them and buy Japanese knives, to be honest. And she's like, Oh, I'm so much invested. I said that you probably don't want to give them to me. Like, yeah. She's also I am the nowhere near, there's, we're nowhere near having this conversation, but for some reason she, it came out the other day and I was like, um, that's an MLM. She's like, so you don't want them? <laughs> I was like, Read the room, mom. <laughs> I was like, do you not understand anything that I do every day? Like, come on, for real. <laughs> it was pretty funny. But uh, she but yeah. invested so much. But she invested the sunk cost fallacy of these nights. They're worth so much more than they're actually exactly. worth. And I was like, exactly. I would sell them and get Japanese knives. Um, Thanks though, mom. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, thank you. Thanks, but no. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. Well, anyway, I just, I know this just, this would just literally go on forever. I, I love talking. I could. About this stuff. Like, I, yeah, I could talk all day. Same. So we do definitely have to find a stopping point, which is going to be at this point right here. But I'm so happy that I got to talk to you. Um, I, I love that you have a great grasp of this. I love that we have so many things in common <laughs> that like, I just, I even felt just talking to you, I felt very empowered yeah. and like, I'm not crazy. Like again, four years later, I'm still feeling that when I talk to other people in this that were in this company and I'm like, okay, it's not just me. Even though I've got the proof, even though other people have seen the story, like you, I'm sure you watched the advice documentary and you were like, she's right, but she's not even telling like 10% of what happened. Like that, can I tell you, Roberta? I had, <laughs> I remember again, the, the friend who sent it to me, I watched it and her and I were talking about it. I go, but there's so much more. So much more. I was like, and I get it. Like vice only had a certain amount of time, but I remember they were with thinking, me for three days. 
Wow. I know they could have done a full length. Um, I think Easily. a lot of it couldn't get through legal. Oh, and now that, that there's sense. more cases that have been settled and things, and there's mm-hmm. like evidence of things said, those things that I said three years ago are easier to get through legal. Gotcha. could be easier to get through legal now probably than they were back then. Um, which is why I think I see more movement on anti-MLM stuff yeah. now as we're getting more legal yeah. things to say, well, that you can sense. say this now. We have the court case that says this, this, and this. So we can say this now. That so, makes you sense. Know, there's lots of stuff coming. I've got all kinds of projects that I've been working on. Um, I worked on the LuLaRoe lawsuit for like three years. So there's always so much stuff coming and going. I worked with the vice thing That's for awesome. probably like a year or so. So there's lots of stuff happening. I'm very excited. Everything will be debuted on this podcast. So yay. Oh, I'm very excited. But you know, every, every fight that I I know that every time you fight, you're fighting for everybody that is either in or could potentially be in and all of those voices that didn't, weren't loud enough or, or didn't have the, um, the clout for somebody to listen to them the first time, you know? And, and again, I think this collective amount of voices and the, with this collective message is, is going to be a much bigger, um, a much bigger movement than I think we're ready for, but I, I'm getting really excited for this year I specifically. So. Oh God. I, I, I really hope so. I feel like you're right. There's, there's a lot more conversation about it. The more conversation there is, the more it's just going to disseminate like yeah and that's that's again I don't want to hit people over the head I don't want to like shame people I don't want to make them you know and give them my laundry list of reasons not to join it but remember that they're victims coming out of an abusive situation absolutely they they don't need to be inundated with facts yet sometimes they just need support and someone to say you're not crazy let's talk about it yep and I get it I get it again being seen and heard there's so much value in just being seen and heard I'm so, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that you went and got therapy. I'm so happy that you're such an advocate for it as well. If you're listening to this and you have the PTSD of multi-level marketing and, and you just feel like you are sinking and someone's just handing you a box of inventory and you're just like, I can't swim. I'm sinking. Please don't (laughs) hand me that, you know, reach out. There are so, this is such a big thing. Um, There are so many people um, out there that are willing to help professionally. Uh, We're actually going to be talking to a friend of mine who is a mental health uh, counselor Haley O'Brien shortly, oh, awesome. soon. Uh, and so we'll have a lot of information about the mental health aspect of leaving multi-level marketing as well, which I think will go really well hand in hand with some of the conversations that I've had with people like you. That's um, awesome, and so I'm really excited. So thank you again so much for even of like course. taking any time out of your day to talk to me. Uh, <laughs> no, and, I'm happy and share your to story with everybody because I think it's a really important one to hear. Um, yeah. corroborate a lot of things that people <laughs> already see and feel. And um, hopefully somebody listens to this and says, you know what? I'm, I'm going to hit that resign button today. Cause oh, the stuff that's my dream. said hit home a little harder than usual. Yeah, absolutely. And that would be like a little, like a little bit of the, the, the dopamine that yeah. On the taste. other side. Yeah. On the other side. Yeah. I want like that. And you know, your article has helped people make that decision. You are now that LuLaRoe lollipop moment <laughs> on the outside. <laughs> on the other like, side. Oh my God. I'm helping people leave these <laughs> because of that article. Because again, like the numbers of people that, that we've helped leave in this movement um, to, to leave multi-level marketing is, is astounding. And I love hearing it. And I, I love seeing 
people leaving and starting their own businesses and, and thriving mm-hmm. outside. So Absolutely. thank you so much for talking to me. Um, thank you. This was a really <laughs> lovely conversation. It was, I, I had a I mean, blast. We talked forever, but like, no problem. I, I'm good. During my Just life. Make it a two-parter if it's too long. <laughs> I'm sure nobody Beautiful. would care. They're I like, it. I'll listen to two parts. That was great. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So again, like I always say at the end, anybody that wants to tell their story, hit me up the real Roberta Blevins at gmail.com. I would love to talk to you just like I talked to Katie today. Thank you so much again, Katie, for coming on the show and talking to us and uh, make sure to follow her and, and, and and check her out. I'll put all of her social media stuff uh, down in the show notes so that you can find it all. And I will see you guys next week. Or I guess I won't see you because this is a podcast. (laughs) I'll be with you. I'll be with you next week, (laughs) next Sunday for, you know, whoever else we're talking to next week. I I never really know. I have a lot of things up in the air. So I never know who we're going to talk to, which I think also makes it very exciting. And it is very much very Roberta because it's like, I'm all over the place all the time. (laughs) If I don't get back, then just wait longer. (laughs) (laughs) But as long as they know what to expect right? They know it's coming. Eventually we'll get to you and you will eventually have a great time. There's a couple (laughs) people in front of you that I got to handle first. (laughs) And I also have a job outside of the house and I'm also a single mom and I also have like, (laughs) so a lot of stuff happens in between me creating, but you'll get there, but I'll get there and I'll get back to you. I promise. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much. Uh, and it was lovely. It was lovely to have you. Thank you so Uh, much, Roberta. Yeah, no problem. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to Life After MLM. Please don't forget to like and subscribe and share with all of your anti-MLM friends as well. See you next time.